How can we grow thriving, creative businesses without constantly hustling, sacrificing our mind, body, and creativity, or living a life where the fear of where the next client or customer will come from keeps us up at night or disconnected from our family, friends, and passions? This show is going to answer those questions. My name is Naftali Roberts, and I specialize in helping true creatives like yourself grow simple, strategic, and thriving creative businesses. Thank you so much for joining us today. Let's jump on in. Hey, everyone. Happy Monday or whatever day of the week you might be listening to this. Today, I was recording a training all about attunement practices for the Thriving Creative Collective, which is a group coaching program that I'm going to be releasing this summer. As I went through one of the training modules that I was recording, where I talked all about the scientific reasons to practice mindfulness and attunement, I was astounded again, even though I study this quite often, about the powerful transformation that occurs in our brains if we practice mindfulness activities. Some of the benefits of just being really intentional and either doing some sort of meditation practice or doing some of the mindfulness activities that I'm going to talk about real quick here in a second is that one, it reduces the size of our amygdala, which if you remember back to high school biology is the part of your brain where that fight, flight, freeze response is our stress response. And it's not where we make our best decisions from. So in practicing mindfulness, the part of our brain that is very reactive decreases. And then the part of our brain that is thoughtful and allows us to concentrate and allows us to come up with solutions when maybe faced with difficulties or failures or things not going the way that we planned is strengthened. Now, there's a lot of different things that strengthen that prefrontal cortex, the part of our brain that does all of that. But the powerful relationship between basically making it so that our brain is less tuned into its reactive state and more tuned into its thoughtful state, that is the secret sauce, awesome sauce of like why this is a really powerful thing and why I'm even talking about it today. So one of the things that I've recognized as I've talked to each of you, not all of you that listen, that would be a lot of people, I wish I could, is that there's this belief, and I used to hold this too, and I still fall into this, that mindfulness has to be done in quiet and sitting down. This is really not true and often derails a lot of us from doing the type of mindfulness activity that is best aligned with how our particular brain works and also the makeup of our physical body. Those things really are important when you think about what type of mindfulness activity to do. I'm going to share a few of my favorite mindfulness activities that take a minute or less, but what I'm going to say here, because we don't have time in this quick Monday episode to talk all about how to figure out which one is going to work best for you based on some other things you might know about your personality. If you've tried meditation or mindfulness practices before and you've decided previously that they just don't work for you, what I'm going to encourage you to do is recognize that you probably just tried one before that wasn't best attuned and aligned with you and try something different. 
there is a process that I could take you through that would help you know a little better off where to start, especially if you commit to keep trying until you find one that works for you. Okay, quick ideas here. Idea number one, yawn and stretch for 10 seconds every hour. It's okay if this is a fake yawn. That often will trigger the real ones. Go ahead and say, ah, as you exhale and notice how you feel in your body. Notice how that yawn might interrupt your thoughts and your feelings and bring you into the moment. Also, that stretch is really going to be great for noticing how your body's feeling, which maybe might trigger you to say, oh, I haven't gotten up and stretched for a while or I haven't gotten up and moved, which is really important. Remember, we talked about a few weeks ago how important ritual and routines are always, but especially right now. And doing the yawn and stretch mindfulness activity really can connect you to your body and help you notice some of those mental and physical and feeling states that you might have been ignoring as you got really focused on doing whatever you were doing. The next one minute mindfulness activity that you might consider trying is stroking your hands. This would be best if done if you could close or at least lower your eyes and take one of your fingers, possibly your index finger, of your right hand and slowly move it up and down the outside of your finger. Once you have mindfully stroked your left hand kind of up and down over all your different fingers, then you're going to go ahead and do that on your other hand. Just paying attention to how that sensation feels, how it brings you into the moment, and what else you notice about yourself as you're coming back into focus. Something else that you could do would be this activity, which is the stop activity. That's to stand up and breathe, feel your connection to the ground, tune into your body, maybe lowering your gaze, scanning your body, noticing the physical sensations or emotions, letting go of any unpleasant sensations or emotions and feeling, and doing that especially as you breathe in and then breathe out. Next, lifting your eyes and taking in your surroundings, observe something in your environment that is pleasant and that you're grateful for. The act of gratitude in terms of our brain is really, really powerful. And then focus on what is possible. So often our brain, and that's because this is how it's wired, notices first what's impossible, what we're facing and all of that. And so to rewire your brain, to notice what is possible in the moment will allow you to be less reactive and less in that stress part of your brain, which causes all sorts of problems. Now, there is the traditional mindful breathing for one minute, lowering your eyes or closing them, possibly doing some sort of prayer or intentional thought. Um, Maybe you might say a thing that you were thankful for or things that you are thankful for and repeat. Maybe you will remind yourself that you are safe and okay. doesn't particularly matter what you say. It does matter if it is something that is calming and true to you. Um, I think otherwise your brain is going to be going, I don't believe it. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. So like come into a realistic state. I do like to, just because of my own faith belief, I do like to focus on a scripture at this time. But 
everyone's going to do this a little bit differently. And sometimes I just do it because my thoughts are too scattered. Sometimes I just do it where I just focus on my breath because then I can connect with that breath and I can connect to the fact that I'm okay and I can stop breathing like I'm super stressed out. The last type of one minute like mindfulness activity is a particular type of meditation. And this is a loving kindness meditation. Now, you can form this in lots of different ways. And there are, if you go ahead and Google loving kindness meditations, you can find different ways, especially focused on your own maybe understanding of life and the belief system. This is not a religious practice, but I think if you have a different belief system than the person that wrote the meditation, you're going to end up just spending all your time debating it. So find one that aligns with how you view the world. So one that you might say would be something along the fact of may I be happy, may I be well, may I be filled with kindness and peace. You can also do this in thoughts of others, turning your attention not to the anxiety-filled response to others, but like well-wishing others, doing a prayer for another. So this could be, I do this for my kids sometimes where I'll say, may Joshua be happy. May Eli be well. May Addie be filled with kindness and peace. So you can do this in whatever sort of way, but it is really rounding and it brings you back to the current moment and it realigns you with what's important. The goal is not to disconnect from everything bad in your life, but the goal is to just reconnect you in the moment and really just get that neurological benefit of coming in tune with yourself and your thoughts and your feelings so you can have that less reactive response to anything that might be happening. So I'm, like I said at the beginning, going to encourage you if some of these are ones you've tried before and you found like they didn't work then don't try those again. Try some different ones. If you're like, I've tried all of these and all of these don't work, definitely send me a DM or just send me a DM like, hey, I'm going to try this one. That sounds like a great idea. At Naftali V. Roberts on Instagram. And let's talk about you very quickly. And it doesn't even have to be in quiet. I'm sitting in my car right now and I'm definitely going to do one of these really quick before I walk back inside. Yeah, so just focus on doing this for one minute a day. And then you can grow from there. But especially where all of us are practicing a new normal right now, having a space where one minute a day, we are really intentionally reorienting ourselves and like moving us away from our reactive brain is so powerful. Go thrive today, my friends, and I will talk to you soon. Thank you so much for spending your time with me today. I really appreciate you for being a part of the movement that this show is built upon which is liberating creatives and artists from their feast or famine cycle so that they become creatives who consistently make money doing what they love without the hustle, bustle, and burnout that has sadly become common for too many building creative businesses. You are amazing for going against the status quo and choosing to be a creative who is defined by thriving instead of how many things you have to do on your to-do list today. If you haven't joined the movement yet, simply review the podcast on Apple Podcasts and share your review on Instagram stories. 
By sharing and reviewing, you are helping way more creatives learn it is possible to make consistent money doing what you love without having to constantly hustle and struggle. Together, we can change the landscape of being a creative and build the world we want for generations of creatives to come. You're such a huge part of what we are doing here, and I'm so grateful for you. I will talk to you soon. 